Racing Nation Melbourne Cup special. Joining me now from the trial files, Matt Welsh. G'day, Matt. How are you? Very well, James. And yourself? Yes, very, very good. Now, Melbourne Cup this year. Generally speaking, what's your thoughts on the field? Well, it's as open a race as I can remember and a tough one to be trying to, to dissect the race and pick the winner. Um, I was chatting to Nick Quinn from the tab this morning and he said there's every chance that it'll be $10 the field come post-time. Um, the big goes today have probably been... Uh, who's been the biggest go? Rekindling has been sort of $16 into around 11 or $12 on Monday. And Marmello was the new favourite uh, well, half an hour ago, uh, has been back mm. into favouritism and taken over from our Mandan. But, you know, there's about four or five runners between 8 and $12, and any of those sort of four or five could start favourite. Just curiosity, the favourite Marmello, or the, the now favourite as you touched on, Huey Morrison, I was listening to him this morning, and he mentioned the concern of the quick backup. So for their style of racing, this is a quick backup. He, that was one of the queries he put on it for his, I don't know whether he's holding his cards close to his chest or not, but publicly that's one of the things he mentioned with Marmello was just a few concerns over the quick backup. Well, they're certainly not used to these quick backups, James. They normally mm. space their runs a fair bit more. For example, Rekindling's had, you know, six runs this year, I think, and that's over a 10-month period. Um, so they're used to having five or six weeks between runs. But for mine, those those horses who have had the run here probably have a slight advantage, and I can't see any reason why Marmello won't uh, perform up to his best. Whether that's good enough on the day, we'll wait to see. Okay, well, million-dollar question. What's going to win it? Or what What are your selections in the Cup this year? I'm sticking with uh, Team Williams, and I think they've got two great chances. Al Mandon looks every chance to go back-to-back for mine. Uh, I'm just totally scrubbing that effort when he was fourth in the Bart Cummings. I think... Uh, it was more of a hit out than anything, and if he was coming into this race off the win prior at Flemington, he'd be three three dollars fifty four dollars. He um mm. he was awesome first up, brilliant second up, and just listening to uh, Team Williams this morning on radio, they didn't quite have him screwed down for that last start when he was beaten a short price favourite. So I think he'll go close to giving Frankie Dettori his first Melbourne Cup, and uh, I think he can beat or win back to back cups. That's number two, our Mandan. And the other one I've, I've sort of got jointly on top is Johannes Vermeer. Um, again, for Team, Team Williams, this time trained by Aidan O'Brien. Benny Mellum is going to take the ride, and there's very few jockeys who ride sort of horses sticking close to the fence and in a bit of traffic, as Johannes Vermeer will be better than Benny Mellum. He seems to uh, be able to part the seas when it comes into the straight in these big races. I thought Johannes Vermeer was every bit as good as uh, Marmello, if not better, in that Caulfield Cup. No real concerns over the distance, as many do, and I think he's going to get a lovely run. So they're the two I've got on top, James. I think Tiberian's probably the best value in the race at around 30 to 1. He's got some uh, very good... Well, he's got winning form. He's won four from five this campaign. Uh, he, his form caught the boost uh, with the horse winning the uh, Breeders' Cup on Sunday, of course. And I don't think the wide draw is a big issue. He'll come across and sit right on the speed, and uh, he's a tough individual who'll be there when the whips are cracking. And Red Cardinal's the other one I put into the top four. I think he's the best of the horses coming straight off the plane. Uh, he, he can obviously mix his form a bit. He's had a few issues. I think he suffers some skin irritations, which has certainly hampered his campaign. And they Initially, they were planning to have a run in Australia before the Cup, but they opted not to. Um, but if he puts it all together on the day, he could very well blow them away. So they're my four. I've got Almanda, number two, on top of seven, Johannes Vermeer, 
uh, th- uh, sorry, six red Cardinal and four Tiberian. Okay, so either way, Team Williams to go back-to-back, whether it's Johannes Vermeer or Al Mandem. We've got six punters in it, so you'll see plenty of Lloyd Williams colours, that's for sure, in the big one. Now, look, $100 plan, you're becoming instantly famous for this. We've had two goes at this, and we've won. And not only have we won, we've won early. The first bet's got the money. You did it again on Derby Day. So, look, we'll put you to the test again. $100 betting challenge. What are we going to do for Cup Day? I like to make it difficult for myself, James. I'm going to a two-year-old race again, mate. Uh, we've got a field of 13, race one, just before breakfast on Cup Day, uh, especially up in Queensland there. It'll probably kick off at about 9am or something similar. But uh, <laughs> 13 runners, two of them have greeted the starter. This is my niche, so hopefully I can keep getting them right. I'm going at race one, number eight, Lake District Girl for Tony McAvoy. I really like the way this two-year-old has progressed from her, well, through her three trials. She had a, a trial in Adelaide, came over to Melbourne and had a really nice trial at Cranbourne and then uh, just last week at Flemington was awesome in winning a jump out. So I think she can win on debut. That's race one, number eight at Flemington. I'll have $20 to win her. And I think the dangers, uh, Kefila was very good when winning at Caulfield. She... Uh, Produced some really nice late sectionals there, and that was a good time for a two-year-old race. Uh, I think number 12, Saturation, for Trent Busseton and Natalie Young, who went so close in the derby on Saturday. This horse had a private jump out at Cranbourne, uh, which isn't readily available, but it showed a lot of speed in that trial and went very well. And the other one I'll throw into a Quinella is Yulong Monikiros, down the bottom, number 13, for Aaron Purcell, who's jumped out well at Caulfield. So... Just recapping, that was $20 a win, number eight, Lake District Girl. And then I'll have a $10 Quinella to eight, 12 and 13, which is 166% of the dividend. Uh, head over then to race two, and I'm keen on Miles of Krishan, number eight. This horse was formerly with Greg Urell's had uh, two starts for Team Hayes, Hayes, Davidick, and they were both over unsuitable trips, but was hitting the line really well at Caulfield last start. I think the step up to 1,700 brings it right into play and from gate three should get a lovely run. And I think Rockaway, a mare trained by Rachel Cunningham, who won at 100 to 1 first up at Mooney Valley, and she probably should have won again last start when she was big odds at the same track. And she comes up 30 to 1 once more. Noel Callow takes the ride, and I think she's flying and a little bit of value. So race two, I will have... $10 a win at number 8, Miles of Krishan, and $5 a win at number 11, Rockaway. We'll then okay, head so over... Starting early, yeah. Nice. Can I just ask you quickly, what about Setsuna? You got the money for us last start, not in your first four. Is it still in? Oh, look, she's still running. I, I just think uh, I, I, I just think that that was a pretty weak two-year-old race she won. Mm. James, mm. I think she's drawn mm. the inside, which I don't think will be any advantage at all. Yeah. Um, and I just thought at the sort of $5 that she was under the odds, and, and I think a couple of these, we, I don't think we've seen a huge amount of two-year-old talent down here in Victoria yet based on what I've seen at the trials. So mm. I think that this is the first race where we've got a couple of really good quality first starters, and I think Lake District girl Tony McAvoy is very good at getting a good two-year-old, and uh, he's sent this one to the trials three times to make sure it's ready to go, and just... There was also a bit of support as soon as the markets went up on Friday. It was eight dollars to six dollars, yeah. which is which is always a good sign. Uh, they are mm. a bit of a betting stable. So, look, Setsuna's definitely going to run a good race again. Uh, but I think uh, you know she had it to suit last start. The time wasn't overly flash, and 
she's more than capable of measuring up here, but I just couldn't quite sneak her into the first four. Okay, fair enough. All right, where are we going to? Where do we continue? So we're in, we're, we're going early one and two. What else are we going yep. to look at for the rest? We'll head to uh, race five, which is the Flemington Fling over eleven oh a thousand metres down the straight. And this is a cracking field. A, a number of these horses will be uh, stakes horses in the future. I'm going with a number eight Nature Strip, who won a, a maiden, was absolutely backed off the map on debut at Mornington, sort of four dollars into around a dollar fifty from memory. And uh, apprentice Michael Poy got his first winner on uh, this horse before. He went to Mooney Valley. He had absolutely no luck. Um, in what was a good race there and I think down the straight wide draw Ryan Maloney riding is going to be hard to beat so that's number eight nature strip and uh, in the same race again I, I think number 12 William Thomas is big overs at, at around 30 to 1. Uh, I was keen on him when he went to Ararat on debut um, he won well he did a few things wrong but there's some, some fantastic form come out of that race uh, Tesla was in behind him who won uh, at Mooney Valley recently uh, Schwa's border also came out and won again, and uh, I think this horse is above average for uh, John Price. So I'm going to again go uh, back to horses in the race. Race five, number eight, Nature Strip, fifteen dollars a win, and race five, number twelve, William Thomas, five dollars a win. We'll carry on and head to race six, where I'm going to stick with our crown mistress. Um, she's been extremely good to me this campaign. She continues to win and she continues to run strong times. So. There's no reason she can't win again. She'll go straight to the front for Stevie Baster, who's riding extremely well on front runners. Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Botter having a good carnival down here in Victoria. So I'll have $15 a win at race six, number two, our crown mistress. Uh, for those who are going to play multiples in that race, I'd probably put in numbers eight, Tarkula Spirit, and number 12, Barouge. And for the last of the $100, we'll go to race eight. And uh, another one who... One on speed last start and ran really good time. Number 11, Louboutin. Broke the track record over a mile at Mooney Valley last start, and I don't think that was any fluke. We'll go forward again. He's up in trip, but I don't think we'll have any issue with the extra distance. So I'm going to back Louboutin. For those who back Pure Pride uh, in the Seymour Cup, they won't want to watch the replay again. She was an absolute moral beaten, even though she was beaten five and a half length. Gets back onto her favourite track here of Flemington. I think she can uh, bounce back. So race eight will have $15 a win at number 11, Louboutin, and $5 a win at number 12, Pure Pride. And James, hopefully my maths is correct and that adds up to $100. I'll believe you before I start wow. counting it. I'll believe you. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. All right, so there's a look at a few of those. So we've covered off on uh, a lot of the races. What about the Lavasa Short Black race three? Do you like anything here? Race three. Gee, this is an open race. I uh, put Land of Plenty on top uh, purely because I think it's going to get a lovely run. Its efforts first and second up this campaign were good. Keeps switching between distances, but I do think 1,400 metres is a sweet spot. I thought New Universe was okay first up in Sydney. Um, the Sydney form hasn't held up overly well this campaign, and I think it's probably under the odds at $4.50, but certainly a chance. Um, divine quality to real talent. She was knocked off last start and failed to pick up Milwaukee last start at sale. But I do think she's got Milwaukee covered and she's probably the other one I'd put in. But I think uh, Land of Plenty each way probably is a really safe bet with a soft uh, soft running transit from gate two. Okay, what about race four here? The 2800 metre benchmark 96. Yeah, this isn't a high quality affair. Um, I defaulted to Yogi. Uh, had a brilliant campaign and I think 
2,800 metres is right up this horse's alley. And the further, the better. Going to get a long way back, but there does look good speed with uh, Grand Dukes of Tuscany, Sherlock Holmes, amongst others, sort of pushing forward. And then Craig Williams will be able to get Yogi to the outside in the straight and will hit the line hard. The other one I could entertain a small bet on was Uben Thunderstruck uh, at around $10. He's had no luck at Geelong. Uh, should blend into the race nicely from gate nine. So they're probably the two on top. Uh, they're both DK Weir runners. And it's hard to go too far wrong back in DK Weir runners in staying races, James. Okay, so we've covered off obviously five, six and seven and, and in race eight actually. So uh, what about the ninth? Do you like anything here? This is one of the, the listed races on the car, the uh, MSS Security Sprint 1200 up the straight. I was on a couple of runners at reasonable value. Uh, number 18, I'm telling you, for Amy Johnson. Re- goes really well down the straight. Does need to be held up for one last crack at them. Uh, if you go and watch its last, his last win down the straight, he um, didn't get clear until about 200 metres to go, but just powered to the line and I think can blend into the race from uh, a middle draw in behind them. And if Dunn can extricate him to the outside or, or peel off a run through the middle, he's at good each way value. Uh, Darren was one I put into the quaddy purely because I think his best would absolutely blow these away. Uh, he hasn't fired into Sydney start this campaign, but probably draws quite well out in 19, and I thought he could run a race. Kalanda for Peter and Paul Snowden was hitting the line well at Caulfield and certainly must go into quaddies. And right next to uh, Kalanda was Overland, who is four times the price of Kalanda. I think uh, for DK Weir, he's going quite well. So they were the, the four I framed my thoughts around. I had 18, I'm telling you, on top from sort of number two, Darren, six, Kalander, and Oberland next best, number 17. Okay, and what about the lucky last here? We finished with the group three, four and up mares, the Hong Kong Jockey Club stakes. But this is a Sydney horse I think can come down here and win, White Moss for uh, uh, Jason Coyle. Uh, drawn gate two is either going to lead or, or sit right on the leader's back, and Won the Nibison in very smart time up there in Sydney, so only needs to repeat that to be winning. Mick Price trained Pedrina, is a very smart mare. She was hitting the line hard at Caulfield first up, and I think those two clearly dominate the race. Uh, the other two I put in the quaddy were Swampland, who got clear far too late last start and had bought or was headed into that race with really good form. And Miss Gunpowder, who uh, coursed a very wide course at Mooney Valley last start she covered too much ground was very good to the line and I think is ready to win third up so I'd white moss number five and 13 Pedrina clearly on top from uh, 11 Swampland and six Miss Gunpowder next best okay so better bets on the card in your opinion I think probably it's hard to have a stand I think probably our crown mistress if she's not over the top I think she probably just wins again Mm. Uh, pretty keen Lake District girl in, in the first and I do like Nature Strip and William Thomas in race five I think uh, they're both over the odds and um, you know, I think the money will continue to come for those two runners Okay and then Team Williams to take out the Melbourne Cup Almand and Johannes Vermeer Tiberian Red Cardinal the top four there well, man, And of enjoy... course uh, oh, yep, sorry. James just, just very quickly we had the uh, the big announcement this morning down here in Victoria if someone else hasn't mentioned it that uh, Lloyd Williams will be attending the race so many people have jumped to conclusions that uh, that means he's going to win it uh, He was there last year wasn't he but that was sort of a surprise Yeah no he yeah. was there last year but I don't think he's been to too many beforehand so hopefully it means uh, it, that uh, he'll be taking it home again 
<laughs> so he's announced that he's going. Well, there was then, some sort of yeah. announcement, I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. So, he, oh, look, he's uh, he, you got to say he puts a lot into the the industry. There's no disputing that, and he's got some great horses here and a great chance you'd imagine to to win his seventh Melbourne Cup. But look, there's uh, what 20, 23 of them there trying to win it, and. As you said, looks a very, very open race on paper, so we shall see what happens. We'll know tomorrow anyway. We'll know tomorrow Queensland time, but start for two and uh, start for three and they were saving time. So we look forward to it, seeing who etches their name into the record books as a, as a winner of the Melbourne Cup. Matt, as always, really appreciate your insight. Hopefully we can have another winning day and thanks very much for joining us. No worries, James. Good luck.